Welcome to the Invest Like a Boss podcast. I'm Sam Marks. I'm Derek Sparts. And I'm Johnny FD. We're self-made entrepreneurs who invest our own money and use modern technology to invest like a boss. Join us each week for exclusive interviews with our network of modern investors, business owners, and multimillionaires to discover new ways to invest our hard-earned cash. Hey, bosses, and welcome to the Invest Like a Boss podcast. I'm Johnny FD, and I'm here with Sam Superhuman marks. How you doing, buddy? Yo, Johnny, it's great. And I just noticed, you know, we're not doing video right now, but damn, that's a great profile pic of you. I don't know if I've ever noticed yeah. that one before. That's yeah, a, that's that was a from the Nomad Summit, like 2018. I've, unfortunately, that was kind of the, the peak of my fitness. That was Ooh. a tailored shirt that got made in Chiang Mai. Yeah, it's uh, those things are kind of gone. You look like you're the recipient of like 40 million fresh oh, stem cells. What are we talking about? <laughs> and actually, back then, I didn't need it because I was in such good shape. I was, you know, five years younger, and I was kind of on the peak of my fitness. But now, I uh-huh. man. I'm sitting here and my I have a little pillow, uh, lumbar support pillow, because I feel like I'm getting old. I feel like my body is breaking. Oh, how old were you in this? You know, I was probably like 36 or something. And now I'm, now I'm 42 and I feel every year, like every year since I turned 40, oh. man, my body is aching. Bro, these are the years, man. I noticed it like because I'm 38 now and I, I realized like 36 was probably my peak, my like physical peak. I was training every day. I was in great shape. I was like relaxed when I was training, very flexible. And every year now I'm getting injuries and and I don't have the motivation anymore to go. I'm like, I'm not going to go do a two hour Muay Thai class anymore. Those days are... Well, because now we know not only how difficult it is to do that two hours, but now it takes us 10 times longer to recover. So instead of, you know, feeling good, Mm. like, you know, that same night going out for drinks and then doing the class all over again the next day, I know for me, it'll take like a week to recover from that class and it's just not worth it. Yeah. And I think it was like cooler back then just to have a lot of muscle. But for now, I'm more interested in in flexibility and just like being kind of skinny. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I can achieve all that by just doing like 30 minutes of stretching a day and eating better. I don't need to go do all like the weightlifting crap and stuff. You know, as we get older, especially I think when we turn 35 or 40, we're losing 1% of our body muscle mass every year. And it's really dangerous as we get older. So I would throw at least some push-ups or pull-ups along with that. All right. Isn't it about the same for your brain? Don't you start losing like some of your your brain? Or something. Oh, well. Well, at least we're going to be talking about a rejuvenative, uh, emerging and alternative solution to that today. And I have to say, Johnny, frankly, there is no topic I'm more interested in talking to. I don't know if we're going to necessarily have an investment opportunity. You might have some ideas, but I'm thinking about this just generally in terms of health and wellness going into the new year as possible solutions for some of the remedies um, if nothing else, anti-aging, but certainly some of the injuries or even illnesses that some of our listeners or loved ones uh, may have. I actually think of this as the only real reason to be wealthy, to be able to fix yourself if you're broken, because these are things that you can't really, you know, go to uh, under your insurance plan. Uh, you have to, you know, I'm, I'm, at least for now, mm-hmm. you have to just have cash and you have to have quite a bit of it to be able to just say, you know what, I my, my knees fucked, my back is messed up, my shoulders messed up, I'm sick of living in this pain. What else can I do? Can I fly to Thailand? Can I go to Israel or Mexico? You know, where else can I go where this is already approved or, or allowed? And we'll, we'll get into it in the episode, but 
I've started hearing about stem cells when I was doing Muay Thai like 10 years ago. And already it was in the back of my mind thinking, man, I wish I had the money to be able to afford this if I ever needed it. And thank God now, you know, if I really needed to, like this could be a path, which is why I'm so blessed and, and grateful that we have, you know, the, the net worth that we do because we can actually buy our bodies back, our, our freedom back. 100%, man. And you nailed it. You definitely nailed it. And this this is an episode that I've been looking forward to for a long time. We'll tease it right here. But a lot of people know that going back two months ago now, I got actually stem cell into my knee after I tore my meniscus and I went and got an MRI and the orthopedic surgeon said, yeah, you, you need surgery. Like it's really the only option. And I was like, really? Uh, so we'll talk about that more in the outro. This is an episode I'm looking very much forward to. We have Ryan Ailing on from Luxury Stem Cells. They're based out in La Jolla, San Diego, not too far from our buddy Derek out there. I think he's going to be going and checking them out. And they also have clinics down in Mexico. And we're going to find out exactly why that is uh, in this episode. All right, let's take a listen and we'll hop back in uh, for Sam's story as well. Hey, bosses, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. The show will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm here with Ryan Alling of Luxury Stem Cells. Ryan, it's great to have you on the show. Hey Sam, it's it's great to to meet you, and thank you very much for the invite. I hope I don't disappoint. This has got to be one of the episodes I'm I'm most excited for in the new year. I'm a recently a customer of stem cells. I had a tear in my meniscus and the doctor about, this goes about three months ago, I got an MRI. Doctor's like, yep, you need surgery. 95% of doctors are going to tell you you need surgery. I'm like, whoa. And I started researching into it. And that's what kind of took me down the, the path of even learning about stem cells at all. So I'm very excited to, to have you on the show and figure out what these stem cells can do for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I had I had a pretty similar story to you, except with my my left shoulder. Uh-huh. So basically I, you know, I had a, a tear in my my shoulder for for 10 years. It it, it didn't really hurt too bad. But you know, when you go through traditional Western medicine and HMOs, the, the goal isn't really to heal you. It's, it's to keep you at, you know, a, a certain baseline and then capitalize off your, your well being. Yeah. So basically when I went in to have my, my shoulder checked, they, they didn't do an MRI at first. Um, they just, they kind of felt around mm -hmm. and then gave me a, a crumpled up eight and a half by 11 piece of paper that told me how to do rotator cuff exercises. Okay. So yeah. for, so for the, yes. So for the next 10 years, I, I lived with the pain in my shoulder until I got, you know, involved in the, the regenerative medicine business in, in once, you know, once I was an insider, I got, mm -hmm. I got an MRI and, uh, indeed had it at a tear. So that was what led me to, to get my first round of stem cells. It's, it's a very similar story when you when mm -hmm. people go in 
uh, you know, Tony Robbins, same same exact thing with with him. For anyone who is interested in this stuff, I, I highly recommend you read his latest book. But he had a rotator cuff tear, you know, tore it snowboarding. She, she, she said like 10 plus doctors told him only option was surgery. The 11th told him to go get stem cells. And uh, he did after a couple of days of the stem cell flu, as some people call it, mm-hmm. he was completely recovered. So- Wow. It's, uh, yeah, it's not a perfected science. Nothing is, mm-hmm. but it, it gives a lot of people additional options to going under the knife because once you go under the knife and, and do a joint replacement, there's, there's mm-hmm. no going back. You have that artificial limb in there or artificial joint for, for life. And you're gonna have to get it replaced, you know, every 10 to 15 years or so thereafter. Does not sound fun at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I know you're out in California, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, San Diego. Office is is based in uh, La Jolla. La Jolla. Okay. Yeah, grew up, grew up in San Diego. Went to school in San Francisco, and then moved right back down the day I graduated. Realized that NorCal is, is too cold for me, and mm-hmm. yeah, right back to San Diego. A beautiful spot. My sister's. My sister's yeah. in in uh, Point Loma. Oh wow! Yeah, she's so not 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 too far from you. Yeah, yeah. My cryotherapy place is actually in Point Loma. <laughs> oh gosh! And my my brother in law, who's who's married to her and also lives in Point Loma. I was just with him over the holidays, and we were talking about this because he's he's about six months out from getting a full knee replacement. Oh wow! He had his meniscus re- mostly removed going back about ten years ago, which just you know, totally matches your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I've also heard is like, once you get that meniscus removed, it's only a matter of time before arthritis sets in and probably, and probably a full knee replacement Yeah, in, in the years afterwards. So yeah, it's tough. You know, the, the thing is when you put something foreign in your body, like an artificial joint, it, your body is going to attack it because it's not part of your body. So you're, you're going to get that immune response. And even if you fix the joint, it's, it's never going to be the same as a real joint. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be inflammation circulating within that area and there's, there's going to be low level pain. So you're never going to get the same performance as a real joint. That's what, what people need to understand. You know, some people don't have the option. If there's less than 20% soft tissue in your joint, mm-hmm. you're most likely going to need to get the surgery. You know, stem cells, like I said earlier, they, they don't work for everyone. There's always going to be a need for these replacement surgeries. But for people with more benign conditions, they're they're a great option. And for overall anti-aging as well, not not just for, for joint procedures, mm-hmm. you know, get, getting the stem cells and, and starting early is it, it's a great way to to, to prevent these kind of issues down the, the road. Well, Ryan, can you help it's, us out? Just understand even what, like a, what a stem cell is and where they, where they're found. Are they all over the body? Are they in certain parts of the body? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's born with a certain amount of stem cells and a stem cell is essentially a blank slate. So, so if you think of it, of a cell as like a computer chip, there's not, there's no programs on that cell. So as, as the cell progresses through life, it, it becomes differentiated. That basically means the cell turns into a specific type of cell. So the stem cell prior to being differentiated is blank. That can turn into any cell. So it could turn into a, a skin cell, a bone cell, a kidney cell, any mm-hmm. type of cell in the body. And as you, know, as you age, you lose stem cells. And then also as you age, 
your stem cells aren't as potent as they were when you were younger. You know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, extracting your own allergenic stem cells isn't as good as using the donated cells from birth tissue. Mm-hmm. So the the best stem cells typically come from the placenta and umbilical cord area. Uh, Wharton's jelly in particular, it's, it's like a jelly-like substance that's within the umbilical region. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and these these stem cells are they're donated. You can't sell them in any country. It's illegal. They're not aborted fetuses. And uh, you know these those are the usually the best types of stem cells for people to get. I mean, depending on the condition, you know, there's there's tons of different types of stem cells. Embryonic stem cells were the main thing that people spoke of in the the early to mid two thousands because of all the controversy around them. But Mm -hmm. some illnesses still require the use of embryonic stem cells for treatment. They're not used in America. They're not used in most countries. In fact, uh, in America, most of most of the the stem cell procedures involve extracting your own stem cells. But you can use uh, umbilical cord stem cells that haven't been multiplied, and that if you do multiply them, then it would have to be done under a clinical study. For the FDA laws. That's that's really interesting because this is now the this is the second time I've heard about the what's called them like the donated the donor uh, stem cells from a placenta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. but it's weird because when you go on like when I go on YouTube or even research stuff online, I find very little about that. I find everything that's like, hey, they tapped into my spine and took plus uh, took stem cells. Or, it's like they're taking them out of your own body and and putting them back into you. Yeah. But it seems like that's that's kind of a way of the past, or it's it's an inferior way to do it. But I'm wondering why, like, there's not more information online about about this new method. It's just like, is it just new, or there's not not many people doing it? Well, it's it's not new. It's uh, in my opinion, it's it's more regulated because mm-hmm. stem cells cause stem cells are going to solve a lot of problems that a lot of drugs claim to treat at the moment. Mm-hmm. And when you have when you have a lot of people that have invested trillions of dollars in man, the manufacturing of drugs to you know that's a conflict of interest for them. Yeah, you know stem cells are free; they're donated at birth. They come from uh, you know typically from the offspring is going to be a girl. They they run a bunch of tests to make sure the mother is healthy. The mother has to be eighteen to twenty three. There's there's very specific things that have to to be uh, in existence. Mm-hmm. you know, for these cells to, to be donated. You know, it's the thing is when you, when you extract them, it, it, it one, it costs a lot more. And, and two, it's, it's not a fun process. You know, mm-hmm. they, they're digging it into your bone marrow usually and <laughs> sticking a massive needle in there and then <laughs> extracting the stem cells. And, you know, as you age, they're, they're less potent and there's, there's fewer of them. So, mm-hmm they're they're usually going to extract those and then they have to multiply them and uh, you know multiplying them is is another kind of curveball because you don't know how many are going to be yielded from that and then you can only multiply the batch so many times before mm-hmm. the the cells could s- start becoming mutated and turning into different cells that can't be utilized as well Wow. So, so typically, typically, um, you know, after six multiplications, you can start seeing some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, you know, our our clinic, as well as the, you know, most of the other top dogs in this area, only do three 
just to make sure that they're not they're, they're nowhere near that um that threshold of six yeah 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 it's a very archaic process to go in there and get your own stem cells so okay. my, my business part my business partner actually uh started in that realm had his own lab and everything and was uh you know underwent the process of extracting allergenic stem cells and you know putting them mm. back into the patient and this is it's still used sometimes you know we still do do this for certain cases everyone's case is very unique so not everything i i say could be taken at 100 percent um mm -hmm. true because every everyone's very unique you know we stem mm -hmm. cells treat a lot of different things you know diabetes obviously joint you could use them for for aesthetics beginning to be used for parkinson's and other you know pretty much any any disease there's a potential for stem cell to be a a potential you know a potential remedy to improve it not not it, to cure it you know mm -hmm. there's there's no cure for a lot of these things there there could be one day but it's uh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of variables in this process mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why every, every patient that we bring in, they go through a, a very thorough onboarding process where, mm -hmm. you know, we look at all their medical records from the past, blood work, tons of different things go into it. And, and not everyone's a candidate, like I said. What about like immune issues and stuff? Do you think that, that, that stem cells have a application in, in those? like autoimmune issues and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of application in, in autoimmune disease. So actually, um, you know, one of the most promising areas right now is immune therapy. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of it better, better known as, as CAR T cells. And okay. with this, they basically extract your killer T cells. So when you have a disease, your, your killer T cells are the ones that, that basically go after that disease and attack it. And uh, without with autoimmune diseases, the the killer T cells are are what attack your own body due to various issues. So with mm. uh, with uh, with immune therapy, they teaching your killer T cells to go directly after cancer. And this this process is done in the U.S. Uh, it's also also done in Mexico. And it's yeah. So basically, they they extract the these cells. They they multiply them, and uh, it's it's kind of like a, a customized vaccine, whereby mm. your own body goes in there, it attacks the cancer cells, and uh, you know, contrary to chemo, which is like an atomic bomb. You know, this is kind of like. SEAL Team Six going in there after Os Osama bin Laden, in instead of us just dropping a nuke on a little village and killing everyone. Wow, I like the. I definitely like the analogy. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a great one, and uh, you know the un unfortunate thing is a lot of a lot of people who receive immune therapy, you know, they come down after it's it's too late. Mm. But you know, last year. You know, the associates of my business partner saved four out of five patients with uh, level four or stage four uh, terminal cancer. Wow. And it's it's really, yeah, it's an amazing thing. And yeah, really. So my mom has CLL. It's uh, it's the the lowest level of leukemia. And uh, yeah, I wish I wish I was in this business before we got the diagnosis and started chemo. Because I, this would have been a, a great route to take instead. Because when it comes to the you know the blood blood cancers in anything pertaining mm -hmm. to blood, it's uh, you know stem cells are one of the most promising 
courses of action for those. Okay. That's very, very good news and, and best wishes to your mother. Yeah, she's, she's doing well. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a disease of management more so Mm -hmm. it's a lot of, a lot of lifestyle changes, which, Mm -hmm. which for her is, is tough. She's not as, as dedicated to me, uh, when it comes to diet and and fitness and and all those things. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, those are the baselines. If, if you don't, if you don't manage your nutrition, if, if you're not, you're not exercising and doing these things, then, you know, the stem cells or any, anything higher up the tier of medicine isn't going to get you the same results if mm-hmm. you, you otherwise were. So it's, it's very, yeah, it's very, very important to, to focus on the basics. And then also, you know, post stem cells, strengthening the areas around the, the injury, mm-hmm. because if, if you have those, those misalignments resulting from the injury, you probably limped a little bit and you compensate for the weak areas. Yeah. So when, when you do that, you have these maladaptive alignments and like with my shoulder, you know, the left side kind of went more forward and I would, I would compensate for it. So if you don't, if you don't fix those misalignments post stem cells, then the injury could revert. So got it. yeah, I I think, I I think it's key to, you know, if you're getting stem cells, you gotta, you gotta focus on the basics too, because, because stem cells are, you know, they're expensive. It's, it's a more advanced process and you know, you're making an investment in yourself. You want to, you want to do the basics first. Yeah. And there's, a, there's an idea, I guess, or a concept that I've heard of live stem cells versus dead stem cells where some stem cells you get, they're contributed and frozen, or maybe they're yours that you extracted a while ago and froze them versus live ones, which seem to be just I guess either taken out of you or from a placenta and then almost immediately let's say injected into you. Is that, is that generally correct? Or like where, where's the, where, where do those stand right now between the frozen and the live dead stem cells aren't going to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, I mean, there's, there could be some good, some good nutrients in there, you know, it's protein mm-hmm. and whatnot, but when, when stem cells are cryo frozen, it doesn't kill all of them. It does kill some. So Freezing them is a complicated process and it has to be done correctly. Otherwise the batch could be ruined, but yeah, you never dead stem cells are not going to do anything for you. You know, especially if you want, if you're injecting them into the body they're yeah, they're really, they're not going to do anything. Got it. The stem cells are extracted. Like ours, ours are only a, a couple days old mm-hmm. when, when they're applied to the client. So, you know, they're, they're extracted, they're cryo frozen for maybe a day or two. And then you know, we have a nurse deliver them directly to us, uh, like a courier, because the the lab is about one and a half to two hours away from where we apply the stem cells, mm-hmm. and uh, they're yeah they're delivered cryo frozen, negative negative seventy, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean most most of them are going to be cryo frozen, you know, unless but- unless the lab is right next to where the the patient's going to be treated because they I mean they have to be used very, very quickly. Like they can't just sit around. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, very, very delicate. So your stem cells will go from hospital where someone gives birth to a lab, I guess, to be kind of spun and extracted, worked on. And then they're, and then they're usually frozen for say like a day, two days. And then they're, and then how's the, how's the, the, is it always by injection that they go into the patient or is there other ways? No, no, no. You can do, uh, you can do IV as well. You could also do topical application mm-hmm. for uh, you know for skin and hair. They work work amazing for for skin and hair. 
Mm-hmm. So we do we do a lot of those procedures uh, as well as exosomes. So so for the aesthetics procedures, we'll do you know topical stem cells and exosomes with micro needles, and we have a, a special micro needle that also sh- you know sh- shoots a certain frequency into the skin to help with the absorption. And these yeah these procedures are amazing. They they really regenerate your skin and hair and you know they don't they don't involve uh harmful chemicals like botox yeah and and all these things that girls take and makes them look like fish <laughs> uh, as you said yeah, fish so, i got i got a lot of images of that popping up in my yeah, head <laughs> yeah yeah it's i mean it's all it's all about taking the natural route you know you, your body has every everything it, it needs to to heal to heal itself uh, you know, it just, they just need to be activated and, and they can be activated in, in many different ways. Um, you know, your diet, your nutrition, lowering your stress and, you know, with stem cells, you're basically just directing your body, you know, mm-hmm. things that, that, that God gave you to, to do what you need them to do. What could it go like when you're talking about like adding to the skin or, or injecting in the skin with micro needles, uh-huh. What could, what could, or has gone wrong there? Like if you injected it in your face, you know, could you start growing bones in your, <laughs> where you, where no. you don't want bones or, or things like yeah, that, that's, you know, that's, that's, a, yeah, that's a really good question. So if you were using embryonic stem cells that can, and 100% has happened before. Oh my but gosh. With, yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, my so my my naturopathic doctor was telling me about an instance where uh, embryonic stem cells were injected into to someone's brain and, and a tooth was grown in the brain. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so so the reason that happens is embryonic stem cells are the absolute youngest stem cells that you can that you can utilize. So they mm-hmm. can turn into more things than any other type. So these are. They're, they're pluripotent stem cells and they, they can turn into anything. Once you, once you move down the line, you have different, you know, as they become more differentiated cells can turn into less things. So -hmm. that's why embryonic stem cells are used in way less cases in virtually, virtually zero cases, um, as opposed to the, the stem cells from placenta and umbilical regions and where's embryonic stem cells from so they're 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 from the embryo oh okay well that makes sense yeah yeah so they're the absolute youngest you know it's basically right after the 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 sperm cell connects with the egg mm-hmm. and you start growing the embryo those those are the embryonic stem cells Got it. birth tissue they're harvested around the time of birth so you know nine months later the the cells have differentiated in undergone um a lot a lot of development since uh since embryonic because because the embryonic stem cells grow every single cell and you know organ in your body so mm-hmm. so they they turn into everything you know when it comes when it comes to using placenta and umbilical typically with with uh umbilical cord they're they're better for connective tissue you know joints skin hair uh whereas placenta are typically better for for your organs. So, okay, you know, uh, yeah, because a, a lot of a lot of people have have issues with their organs, mm-hmm. and uh, I've I've used both. You know, I, I do placenta IVs every couple months, 
And, uh, you know, they basically go to wherever there's inflammation in your body. So they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of like heat seeking missiles. They go to the inflammation and once, you know, once they get that signal, they, that's where they go to work and, and rebuild the damaged tissue. Okay. That's like a, so that would be like a generalized stem cell treatment where you're, you're taking like an IV and you're just, just putting it in and it's going to go anywhere it needs to compared to kind of what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, which is more like a localized treatment. Say you have a, a, yeah. a shoulder injury or a meniscus tear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, in, in doing an IV with your, your direct infusion into a joint is, is going to make that joint procedure a, a lot better, mm-hmm. uh, because there's areas around the joint that the stem cells might not reach when you, when you go directly into the joint, because when you're, when you're going into the joint, you're trying to, to go into a very precise pocket and, and fill that area up with the stem cells. So they're not going to migrate very far from that region, but, but when you do it intravenously, they're going to be traveling throughout the body. And, you know, a lot of them go directly to your lungs, but you know, the, the, the intravenous application, I, in my opinion, and, you know, from my personal experience, it's one of the best things you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, after, after I got my first stem cell IV, I was getting a facial and, <laughs> and my, my facial, my facial lady was like, was like, just, just like, where'd your wrinkles go? And, and she, she was like dumbfounded because, you know, it just reverses the clock. Wow. And, uh, you know, even with, with my hip. So, so my first procedure where I, I got my, my shoulder injected, I, I was going to get my hip done as well. But after looking at the MRI, the doctor determined there was no structural damage and mm-hmm. the hip pain was, it, it was mostly, most likely the result of compromised blood flow. So instead of using those stem cells in, in my hip, we added them to my IV and, it, you know, the IV helped my hip has been amazing. They really go to work on the circulatory system. That's one of the, one of the first things they go to work on. Okay. So, so yeah, and a lot of a lot of these problems just come from poor blood flow into the mm. area, especially I guess as you get eight, as you age with with the generalized. What do you actually call like the generalized treatment? I'm just calling it like a generalized IV treatment. Is there a specific name for it? No, that's yeah, that's that's a good name for it. I mean, I, I just call it an you know anti aging wellness IV. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, you could just call it generalized treatment. Okay. And and do you, if you get is it like the type of thing like the more the better if you, you get them every every year every few months? Or is, is it is it like once once is uh, enough for another? <laughs> well, like with a car, well, it's like bo- another 100,000 miles, yeah. but with a body, maybe another yeah. 50 years. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's a good. Uh, that's a good way to think of it. Because I mean, Aging is inevitable and father time is undefeated. So the body's going to continue to break down no matter what you do, but it it is, it's going to help you for a long time. You know, you're not going to get one and become Superman, but you know, you may become Superman for, for a good amount of time, depending on, on your current condition. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get them. Yeah. You know, it's been, honestly, it's been probably six months since I've got one. I'm due for one pretty soon. <laughs> wow. uh, but yeah, I mean, there was, but you know, there was a period I was getting them every, every three months or so, uh, just cause I have, you know, I have so many friends who want to come down and, you know, if, if mm-hmm. they, if they want to, you know, if they want to go down to Mexico, I'll, I'll go with them. Usually we have a service that'll, you know, drive people down, uh, you know, we'll book them hotels, we'll set them up everywhere they need, you know, with all the, all the logistics, mm-hmm. uh, for the trip. 
but with a friend, you know, it's it's really easy. You know, it's a 30 minute drive from Pacific Beach. We get down to Tijuana. You know, if it's an IV, it's it's really quick. We usually do a hyperbaric oxygen treatment with it as well as ozone because those uh, those really amplify the results of the stem cells. They're very, very synergistic. So mm-hmm. with, with hyper, hyperbaric oxygen, it compresses your body basically and hyperoxygenates you. So when you do that, after getting your stem cells, it pushes the stem, the stem cells into the extremities of the body and the capillaries. So you get way, way better results with your stem cells when, when combining hyperbaric oxygen. So it's, you know, it's probably a, a three to five hour ordeal, you know, a couple hours of IVs. Uh, we do cellular nutrition as well, which helps the stem cells become more bioavailable. And then ozone is really good for, for fighting inflammation, healing, and then also oxygenating the body it sounds like a nice trip it sounds pleasant like go down to tijuana i haven't been actually but you know quick quick yeah, shop over the <laughs> over the border probably a comfortable chair with your iv <laughs> yeah it's it's great man yeah we we set people up all over so we yeah we we got this this high rise in rosarito that has seven private pools private beach and it's yeah it looks like a resort you know, wow. so we ha- we could have nurses come to the, to the room and do the treatments at the room. Uh, some of them obviously have to be done at the clinic. If you're going into the joint, you have to do it with a you know with a guided ultrasound, and then obviously the hyperbaric oxygen machine can't uh-huh. be can't be brought to <laughs> to the beach. <laughs> but right. yeah, it's 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 nice, man. Yeah, I'll have to bring you down sometime, even if it's just for HBOT or any other thing your sister lives here so yeah oh there's that's that's a good excuse to come down what's the what's the reasoning for having the additional facility kind of across the border is it a cost issue or is it regulation what's the purpose there it's it's a hybrid so Mm -hmm. you know if you think about the cost of doing business in the u.s especially california there's a lot of regulatory hoops that i mean they one they increase costs but two, mm-hmm. they also slow down innovation significantly. So, you know, when you think about the cost of a nurse in California, I mean, during COVID, nurses were making upwards of a quarter million dollars a year. In Mexico, wow. you know, nurses are making 60 grand. Doctors are making, you know, 80 to 100 grand. So, you know, they all have the same same skill level. Mm-hmm. So I'd even argue that some of the some of the doctors in Mexico are more skilled because they see a lot more patients due to the cost issue. Oh, right. So, you know, our, our clinic is booked out. So, I mean, when you're treating patients all day, every day for mm-hmm. years, that compounds and you have a lot more hands-on experience. Whereas in the U.S., I mean, there's a lot of drag, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then also um, in the U.S., if you multiply the stem cells, it, it has to be done under a clinical trial. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's it's really hard to to get enough stem cells to solve the problem in the U.S. without the cost being absolutely exorbitant. Wow! So if if you so if you can't multiply them at all without the procedure having to be done under a clinical trial, mm-hmm. I mean the, the treatments we're doing in in Mexico for five to ten grand, they're going to be well you know over a hundred grand in the U.S. for holy moly! Honestly, probably inferior. In, inferior results because we're going to be using more stem cells got it and wow and 
Yeah. And a lot of the times in the U S you know, my naturopathic doctor actually used to do stem cells in the U S but once they, once they stopped allowing you to multiply them, he, he kind of switched routes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so the, all these clinics in the U S just have like a hundred thousand dollars in supply sitting in the, in the freezer at all times. So their, their product isn't as fresh. You know, it's been cryo frozen for a longer time when it's frozen longer, it's harder to get a, a high yield with the thaw. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, in, in, in California, you could re- barely do anything with stem cells in California In Texas, it's, there's a, there's a, a lot more leeway. So it makes more sense to go to Texas, but yeah, Mexico is, is a good destination. Yeah. I mean, basically anywhere you get stem cells anywhere in the world, uh, the donor requirements are the same basically everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U S is going to be way, way more expensive. And, you know, in my opinion, it's, it all comes down to the FDA and big pharma and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there's sig- significant investments in drugs that stem cells can basically make useless. So, Gosh, it's such a shame. That's so yeah. unfortunate, but it's the truth. Yeah. It's, it's going on with, with peptides right now as well. You know, peptide. I've, yeah, I've heard a lot about those. I don't, I don't know much about them, but people, when I was saying I got stem cell, and people are like, "Yeah, well, you should, you should do peptides also. Peptides like the new, the new jam." But yeah, peptides are great, man. I've had prescription for peptides in the U.S. for for years, and the mm-hmm. FDA is starting to crack down on them as well as other things like NAD plus and glutathione. And I can't even get my my script shipped to California anymore. And it's it you know it's the same same thing you know they they classify them as drugs and then the large pharmaceutical companies can make money on them instead of the smaller compounding pharmacies in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, peptides are amazing. You know there there there's thousands of them. They all do different things. They're basically just short chain amino acids, mm-hmm. um, and then their hormones in your body. So you're you're basically just you know picking out the hormones that you think will do better at certain things, and mm-hmm. you know you can really use them for for anything. You know, modulating your blood sugar, other anti aging things. If you have joint problems, BPC one fifty seven and TB five hundred are phenomenal at healing joints. So. I use those. I've, and will you guys do pept- peptides and other types of of alternatives at your clinic as well? Or do you guys specifically focus on stem cells? Oh, no, no. We we do everything. I mean, peptides are more of like an ongoing wellness thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you'd be applying them depending on on the goal of the tr- the treatment and the whatever is going on. You know, be pl- applying them every day to a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, peptides are great. It's it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to get them in California now. I mean, for for years, I was getting them from straight from my my naturopathic doctor. He's right mm-hmm. here in La Jolla, and there's compounding pharmacies all over the U.S. and you know, legitimate businesses, but they got sieged by the uh-huh. FDA, <laughs> like mo- like most uh, well-doing companies in the health industry do mm-hmm. and now there's a lot of a lot of issues in getting them that's you know part of the reason why i i started the podcast and um talking about these things because i, I mm-hmm. want to spread awareness and just let people know they're they're under attack you know the, the government doesn't want them to be healthy a lot of people make money off you when you're not healthy just like when it comes to personal finance they, they don't teach you that that in school 
because when you re- when you rely on the government, they have power over you. Yeah, or the banks, or the pharmaceutical companies, whoever's in cahoots, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, well, medical tor- med- medical tourism is uh, certainly on the rise. I guess Mexico is getting is a big benefactor of that. I know, and like there's certain countries in Asia that are as well. And good for those countries. Yeah, TJ is the uh, medical tourism capital of the world. Wow, had it, no idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's really nice hotels that are connected directly to hospitals and medical mm-hmm. facilities. Yeah. So you don't even don't even have to walk on the street to to get there. I mean, and the the thing about it, TJ TJ is a nice it's a nice place. People, mm-hmm. people are scared of Mexico because they see, you know, one to two people get slaughtered by drug cartels every three months in the news. Mm-hmm. But when when you look at, at Tijuana and then you look at the big cities in the U.S., like Chicago, I mean, there's there's more violence in, in the big cities in the U.S. than there is in TJ. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all, you, you got to take everything you, you read on the news with a grain of salt. You know, I, I go to TJ all the time. It's, it's great great place you know the food's amazing actually the people who invented the caesar salad have a restaurant right down the street my my business partner's good friends with them there's a lot of fun things to do down there via de guadalupe Mm -hmm. a lot of good wineries and michelin restaurants so that's part of our service as well is making it enjoyable for people because there's there's a lot of anxiety that goes into getting any kind of medical treatment Mm-hmm. You know, even even if you're just going to the dentist for a cleaning, there's there's anxiety. Yeah, when you're doing something that involves injecting donated cells into your body, obviously there's <laughs> going to be a little bit a little bit more anxiety. So, so we want to we want to do anything we can to make the experience not only yield a great result but also be enjoyable. So. Yeah. That's great. Well, Ryan, you, you mentioned yeah. a couple of times uh, multiplying the stem cells. So is that when you when you extract them or when you get them from the, from the um, the donated stem cells, you're able to actually take them to a lab and multiply them in the lab? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so there's you know they're multiplied with with uh, you know growth factors, mm-hmm. you know, and other other things. You you don't you don't run into any problems until about six multiplications according mm-hmm. to the science. But in the, in the U.S., you know the, the FDA is very very strict. Yeah, that's why it's so expensive to to produce drugs because mm-hmm. there's you have to do so many things. It takes years for pharmaceutical companies to to put drugs on the market. And that, I mean that's why they ha- basically have an oligopoly. You know, there's only a couple companies that. They can afford to make these investments, and mm-hmm. the, you know you you need regulations, but at the end of the day, you don't want to over-regulate because it it increases the cost of doing business and it slows the the speed of progress. Sure, you know with, with stem cells, it's it's been slowed down so much in the U.S. and we're I mean we're like we're on the back burner. You know, third world countries are are further along the process and of stem cell science than we are. And yeah. it's because of the regulation and it's, it's, you know, it's pitiful. Yeah. When I, when I went into a clinic, I was like, how come more people don't know about stem cells? And, and they were like, well, everyone that comes in this office does. It's just like, I think a lot of people in America don't know about them because it's, you know, for, for that exact reason. Yeah. And there's uh, some bad connotations just because of the early days with embryonic stem cells and mm. aborted fetuses. People, st- people still think they come from aborted fetuses and, you know, babies are being thrown in dumpsters for stem cells. But I mean, even if they were embryonic, 
there there really is no no fetus because it's so early along in the process. Yeah, but yeah, no no one uses embryonic stem cells except in very rare cases and in in research. When that's I mean that's that that raises kind of a good a good question and. If people are investigating or looking into getting stem cell therapy for themselves, what are like, what's the good question to ask to make sure that they're getting a good quality stem cell? You know, there's, there's a lot of things I would, uh, I would ask, you know, if the lab that they come from is certified, every, every country has a, a different regulatory body that, that certifies and, uh, you know, has, has quality control over the labs. Mm-hmm. I would just, I would make sure that the lab is a member of of that organization mm. because yeah it, you know because if you're if you're going to a, a different country to get stem cells i mean you, you can get scammed there's a lot of a lot of scams out there mm-hmm. uh, for example my you know my business partner 10 15 years ago before he got into the business he was trying to get stem cells for his dad and and he got he got sold fake stem cells yeah exactly I mean, yeah, so it, it happened, you know, it happens. You just, you got to, got to do research. Our radiologist is in partnership with Quest Diagnostics, has a, a strategic partnership with them, uh, with Quest Diagnostics, uh, mm-hmm. Mexico. So that's, that's a huge name. You know, it's a laboratory conglomerate, publicly traded. You know, when you, when you have names like that backing your business and then, you know, you're delegating to institutions like that, it shows that you know, you're, you're not messing around and you're dealing with high quality people and you have a high quality team. Okay. And then will they give you some type of report? Like if you want to know, Oh yeah, I would think at, at going in, you would want to know like, Hey, these stem cells come from someone who's healthy. They don't have like, they're not diseased and, and that yeah, these are absolutely. like alive or whatever, not, not dead, not dead stem cells. or type. Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually, you can get a test done and we've mm-hmm. had, we've had patients who wanted to have their stem cells tested. Mm-hmm. The only thing is when you, when you test them, you have to test a whole vial. So basically that vial would go to waste, but we had a, we had a patient who wanted to get stem cells for his whole family. So he, he bought 10 vials. Um, each vial has 25 million stem cells and mm-hmm. you know, he, he did, he did the test and you know, our, our yield was, was upwards of 95% were alive. So, so they, they can be tested, but they, you know, they go, they go to waste. And if patients want to test their stem cells, we're, we're happy to do it. Okay. So the test would just add costs. So it's either you, you, you know, stick with a very reputable clinic that you don't need to, you don't need to run that test. Or if you want to run the test, it's just going to add costs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. And then. Ryan, in terms of like post-op care, what, like, uh, let's say you do the generalized treatment. Do you need to, are you kind of back in action the next day? Do you need to not eat fatty foods or drink alcohol for a certain amount of time? What's, what do you guys recommend? Yeah. So, so for that, you know, just for the generalized one, you probably just rest up for a couple of days. You may, you may be a little tired. Uh, The stem cells, they go to work immediately healing your body. So when I, when I got my generalized IVs, I was beat for the next couple of days. Um, you know, day, day day one, I slept 18 hours. Wow. Uh, Sometimes you can, sometimes you can get mild, mild flu symptoms, you know, with, with the joint infusion, you want to, you want to take a little more time off with that. Uh, like, yeah. So when I did, when I did my, my shoulder, I took maybe a week off. The doctor recommended I took a little more time off, but I felt great. And I started working out again at a week, you know, every, everyone's different, but generally with the direct joint infusions, you want to take a little more time off. 
And what would you say the main, the, like of all of your customers, you guys said you're fully booked up, which is amazing. Are most people coming for the generalized treatment or more of a lo localized treatment? Honestly, joints are a really big one, but with, you know, with ours, we, we generally add IVs into most of our joint procedures just mm. because, you know, the patient's going to feel way better because it's, it's going to heal all their parts of the body. And then it's going to go to the areas around the joint as well, mm -hmm. which, which are slightly out of reach by the the locally applied stem cells okay so I'd say I'd say joints are a big one um, the aesthetic procedures anti-aging you know we we treat people with diabetes a lot of different things you know anything from cancer to uh, autoimmune disease so yeah we we, we have a, a wide breadth of uh, of concerns I know a lot of people are super interested in this stuff cost always seems to be what people you talk, start talking about stem cell people are like oh it's really expensive right so what is what mm -hmm. is the what is the cost um of like of some of the different treatments and and one other question that kind of parlays into that is is there a different amount of stem cells that you want like i mentioned you, i heard you mention 25 million is that like is that kind of a standard amount for like a generalized treatment yeah yeah that's i mean it depends on the size of the joint you could do less but typically that that's a good number uh, if you're doing a hip, you would definitely want that amount, mm -hmm. but you know, our stem cells come in increments of, of 25 million. And I mean, when, when you're, when you're buying 25 million stem cells, um, it's, you know, the, the, the price goes down just, just like, like more things is you know, most things. It's just the basic economics. The more, more you buy, you get a price break. But I mean, at the end of the day, the doctor is going to recommend how many stem cells for the, you know, for the, the protocol. But a lot of times patients want to add a little bit more, maybe stay an extra day and get another IV because there's, there's a certain amount of stem cells that you can, you know, absorb via IV in one day. Mm -hmm. It varies per patient. If someone who's very sick, you know, they could take upwards of 50 to a hundred million patients with autism, they can take Tons, you know, some, mm -hmm. I've heard of, of protocols where they're, you know, hundred million stem cells a day, but wow. for, for an everyday person like you and I, typically anything above 40 million is, is going to go to waste because mm -hmm. your body can't absorb that many stem cells in one day, you know, for the generalized anti-aging treatment, 25 million per day is, is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you, you can also add exosomes in there. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with exosomes. No, but ex ex exosomes are a byproduct of stem cells. They're extra cellular messengers, and they basically hop from cell to cell, enhancing communication, and they make stem cells work significantly better. So, so part of the reason you get results from stem cells is they're excreting exosomes, and exosomes are they're a great add-on to the stem cells, and they're 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 a little bit cheaper and they're also way smaller so they can penetrate the blood brain barrier and you know get to a lot of places where stem cells can't so mm -hmm. in the in the same 2 milliliter vial that you have 25 million stem cells you have 50 billion exosomes in that same vial oh all right they're very 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 small agile and beneficial for most protocols okay. So 25 million stem cells is kind of what, what generalized treatment would call for. And then what's what's the type of cost that's associated with that? You know, anywhere from like five to seven grand, depending on what kind of add-ons you want to have mm -hmm. with, with the treatment. So if you're adding in ozone, you know, I mean, the things that we add in 
usually would make it around seven. And then if you wanted to add more, you know, you could add, you know, 25, 5 million more, it would be right around 10. So I I usually tell most people like seven to 12 grand is is a good thing to be prepared to spend because you, you want to, you want to have the add-ons in there. You want to have the cellular nutrition. You generally want to do hyperbaric oxygen and, uh, ozone as well and then exosomes are are another another good add-on okay great yeah i mean i think that actually sounds pretty reasonable because some of the some of the what i've been seeing online is like yeah 25 30,000 for like a generalized treatment and then you said even in like the u.s it could go up to if you did it in the u.s it could go up to a hundred thousand yeah i mean if, if you want to get an exosomes facial in la it's ten thousand dollars for fifteen billion exosomes. So, so it's less than a third of the potency of our vial, and you're paying ten times the cost, basically. And insurance is not picking this stuff up, right? These are all this is all cash. No. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. Insurance doesn't pick these things up. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. If they if if they did, uh, it would be a very different world. Sure. Well, this is stuff sounds very exciting, and then like you're you're a user of this stuff yourself as well as part of of luxury stem cells. Then, I mean, how how do you feel? Is this uh, like a general way? And it's, you said it's had really good results on your shoulder. Is there anything else that that you've had done that you've saw saw results personally from? Yeah, I'd say just you know the generalized IVs, and then I also do uh, exosomes, facials, and hair treatments. Just to you know, keep everything looking young, and yeah, I've got great, great results from those. I, I have, I have a regimen where I'll do, I'll do these things every couple months. It's all just really amazing stuff. And and once I, once I started to become a, a customer of myself, mm-hmm. uh, that was you know my conviction went through the roof. Uh, once you feel the difference and 10 years of, of pain is gone in a couple weeks, you want to be a messenger because a lot of other people are experiencing the same pain yeah. and, uh, you know, they, they've had fruitless outcomes trying to treat it. It's an exciting thing for me. Uh, this, you know, this isn't my main business. I'm, I'm actually in wealth management and manage assets. So this is, this is like a side thing, but you know, all the years in wealth management, you know, I've, I've seen so many wealthy people neglect their health and and put it on the back burner to to make money and you you don't you don't have to do that you know they they go through through hell building businesses they they build up this massive nest egg and then they don't even they don't even get to spend it it just goes to the next generation yeah. because they have health issues and then pass on young mm-hmm. so yeah my overall message is you know there's there's certain pillars that i believe you have to focus on to, to live your best life. And I mean, one is obviously personal finance Two is, you know, health, fitness and biohacking. And, and then three is, is your mind. I love the message and advocacy, man. It's amazing. Um, I think you nailed, nailed those pillars. And it's so awesome to see that you came into this business as, as a customer. And it's not the first time I've heard yeah. that actually. And, and I think that's extremely exciting for, the industry ahead. You said you're, you guys are booked up for anyone that's interested. Can you tell them a little bit more about about uh, luxury stem cells and like how to get how to get in contact or and or inquire about uh, stem cell therapy? Yeah, absolutely. So you you guys can check us out on the web. You can check us out on Instagram as well. We have some patient testimonials, but you know it, it all starts with with just submitting a a medical intake form. You know, we got to see what's what's going on inside your body, and then it, it would just be a you know short consultation 
with a doctor. We'll analyze everything, figure out whether or not you're a candidate. You may not be a candidate. And, you know, once, once we figure out the protocol, we can start booking things up and it's, you know, depending on what, what's being treated, it could be a one day treatment where you just go down to Tijuana for the day. Uh, could be a two day, could be up to a couple weeks if we're, if we're treating something serious. It's a, it's a pretty simple process to be honest. And I mean, 10% of America is, is within driving range to Tijuana, you know, it's 40 million mm -hmm. people in California. Our population is, is about around 350, 400 million. So then you, you look at Arizona and all these other states that are close. So, I mean, if yeah. people want it bad enough, they, they could drive, you know, if your pain's that bad, if you want to change that bad, it's, you know, people find a way to make it happen. If I were myself five, 10 years ago, I would have got stem cells way sooner. Then again, five, 10 years ago, the cost was, was way more significant, you know, with mm -hmm. anything as, uh, as the science progresses, costs go down. So, yeah. you know, over the next, next few years, they're going to continue to go down. You know, hopefully, uh, the FDA will be more lenient and, you know, ultimately we want to open up shop in, in the U S and Ryan, I think you also just mentioned you, you had a podcast regarding stem cells. Is that, is that currently live? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We had two, two episodes up. We just, just started. It's called the luxury stem cells longevity podcast. And we talk most, mostly about stem cell and, uh, regenerative medicine stuff, but I'm going to also talk, talk about some, you know, some fitness and biohacking stuff, you know, red light therapy, peptides, all, all those types of things. But it's just a way for us to, to spread the message better because, you know, podcasts are one of the best, one of the best ways to, to get your message out there. Yeah. I'd love to have you on to talk about your stem cell procedure if you'd be open to it and yeah uh, yeah i'm a, i'm about four weeks into to it on my knee so i guess it's still relatively early i haven't started exercising much yet i need to start getting out there and and testing it but yeah uh, but okay. it for sure feels way better like in terms of walking it's 100 percent stable no pain at all yeah. so i think that's a good sign that's awesome. You know, one of the, sh the challenges I had when I was researching stem cells online is it, there's really just not that much information like on YouTube and stuff. A lot of the, it was weird. Like I found all, all the videos were like three, four years old. They're talking about the old techniques and practices. There wasn't a lot of, of yeah. uh, video testimonials. And I'm like, this still seems like it's kind of gray and emerging. And, uh, but when you get, when you get like, under the public view and you actually talk to people it's like this miracle drug and i'm like why don't more people know about it and i think you know yeah with with your podcast and your course your services you br you can bring to light so many of those stories you know and everyone's got something it's like i got a meniscus tear i have a shoulder injury and if you can get people on from all those different categories people can relate to that exact experience for themselves i think that's that's huge and bring into light to what what this this uh, therapy and technology in a sense can do for people no doubt and and i think a lot of a lot of information censored when it comes mm -hmm. to medicine i mean we learned this this during covid i got <laughs> i got uh i got censored multiple times during covid for speaking out <laughs> and, uh, yeah, even, even prior to COVID on Twitter, uh, you know, cause I mean, big, big pharma owns the media companies. If you, if you look not, at, you not know, anymore, <laughs> not Twitter anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Elon saved the world, but, but yeah. if you look at traditional media companies, all their, all their revenue comes from big pharma 
drug advertisements. And yeah. there's only two countries in the world where that's legal. The US and New Zealand. In no other country is it legal to advertise a drug on TV. And there's a huge shift that, that you know, people are listening to podcasts now. They're, they're going mm -hmm. to YouTube now mm -hmm. because they're getting their information from people who are in the trenches, not people who, who, want, who want to put shackles on them. I think a, a really good source for anyone who wants to learn more about stem cells as well as uh, alternative medicine, De definitely read Life Force by Tony Robbins. He talks all about stem cells, uh, the different types. He talks about peptides, all these, all these other things that that I've you know been obsessed with for years. He breaks down in that book. So his books, we we talk about this a lot. His book, um, Money Master the Game, was what exactly turned us on to starting this podcast eight years ago. We read that book, Johnny, my my co-host and I, and we're like dude, like we got to, we got to like get into this, you know, this, it, it really opened our eyes. And I think I can see that, that, that book that you mentioned life force would just be that on that level, but with this, which I'm so many people are interested in this wealth management, personal finance. And like you said, uh, you know, mind, mind training and, and mental, mental health. So good stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he's a marketing genius. Every mm -hmm. single one of his books, he brings on a panel of experts and then he starts business businesses within, uh -huh. within that niche, within that uh -huh. niche. <laughs> so, so it's instant credibility. It's not him talking about, you know, about the services, uh, it's, it's mm -hmm. other experts. He's one of the biggest advocates on stem cells. He goes down to Panama every couple, every couple months. Awesome. Yeah. Along with, along with Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it gets it, it gets stem cells so Wait. awesome man well listen yeah. i love i love the advocacy i love the the message that you bring along with it and then of course um you know just taking the initiative and proactivity to get luxury stem cells opened and, and not you know you're, you're still a young guy like going down getting all the operations set up in mexico and stuff like that's no that's no simple feat so Thanks for all the work and congratulations on, you know, bringing it all to life. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I have a, I have a great team and that's, I mean, that's what's important at the end of the day. It, you, you can do anything if you build the right team. I'm, I'm definitely blessed to have uh, crossed paths with the, the right people in life. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. We'll leave links to luxury stem cells. And if you can share your podcast and also the book, uh, life force, we'll, we'll leave a link for that. To the listeners in the show notes. It's been a super awesome episode, a great way to start the new year with some new information and allow people to think a little bit differently about how they're approaching medical services going forward. Thanks. Thank you very much. Hey, bosses, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. The show will be right back. You know, talking about Mexico, it really made me miss California burritos in, in San Diego and tacos in Mexico. I, I want to go just for that. Yeah, man. Have you been down to Tijuana, Johnny? Way too many times. That that was literally I started going really? when I was 18. Yeah, because you can drink when you're when you're underage. And all the college students, you know, we would back in the day, back in our day, you didn't even need a passport. You just needed a driver license. <laughs> and probably, you know, nine times out of ten. If you were hanging out on a you know Friday or Saturday night with a bunch of boys and you're just you know they're like what do you want to do tonight somebody's gonna be like you know let's go down to Tijuana and somebody will offer to drive it was pretty far from L.A. or you know especially San Francisco but yeah I've been like yeah. 10, 20 times wow ten or twenty times that's crazy yeah I've never been I'm curious how it may have it may have evolved because based on this conversation with Ryan it sounds like it's become like 
well, he he said the words medical tourism destination of the world. I, I don't not believe that, you know, it seems like based on everything that came out of this conversation, that that would certainly make a lot of sense. There's a lot of Americans looking for alternative treatments. I, I'd be curious to look at those numbers. because I, I know that Thailand is a very, very high destination, uh, especially and mm-hmm. Turkey as well. I'm sure Mexico is high just because it's so close to the U.S. But it's one of those places that you can't just drive across the border and you know find a, a good clinic. You you kind of have to get referred or go go with someone. Yeah, for sure. And, and there, I guess there's still like the stigma to probably Tijuana to a degree. Like I was immediately after this conversation over Ryan, I called my dad. I'm like, Dad, you gotta. I, I really think you need to bite the bullet and like do, go do this stem cell thing. I think it can solve a lot of things for you. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, you know, kind of laid out the options. I'm like, I'm sure there's clinics everywhere, really. But the two that I know of are, you know, once in Tijuana, we'll have the episode live soon. You can check it out or just go to come to Bangkok and do, you know, go to the one that I went to. He's like, I am not getting stem cell injection in Tijuana. No, thanks. No way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's just like the mentality, for, especially of his generation. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, it's close. You're really going to fly 30 hours to come to Bangkok just to get on a plane and fly back. And it's, it's probably, you know, from what I know, it's cheaper and at least at Ryan's clinic in Tijuana. I'm sure it's a nice facility. I'm sure he's got it set up very, very well, especially if he's dealing with, um, you know, high-end American or Canadian customers. Like, they're not going to go down and stay at some slum or have stem cells injected in some half-rate clinic. So, but I understand the mentality. Yeah, they're not even in uh, Tijuana itself. They're in Rosarito, which is like a resort town, another hour past. So if you if you said that to your dad, maybe he would have been uh, more okay with it. <laughs> But yeah, Tijuana <laughs> has a, definitely a bad reputation. You know, it's a seedy border town. You know, that's where, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of partying and, you know, th- you know things happening. And it's unregulated, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Um, so I can understand his uh, reluctance to go there. But I'm, I'm, you know, it sounds like if you, if you went with a luxury clinic, you know, they're going to just drive you straight past all the slums and check you into a five-star hotel. And, you know, you, you'll probably yeah. even just do most of the procedures in your hotel room uh, with a nurse. So it, it yeah, yeah it, it, I think it'll be okay. So man, so much interesting stuff came out of this conversation. I want to, want to touch on to start, what were your thoughts on, on everything he was, he was discussing about America's well, let's just say uh, the corporatocracy of America with big farm controlling so much of the regulation and the FDA, et cetera. Yeah. So the, there's two sides of that. You know, on one hand, down with big pharma, the greedy, they just want to make money. And, and that is true. But at the same time, the only reason why they have this power or, or ability to block, I don't want to call it naturopathic medicine, but just, you know, alternative medicine is because the US also has a lot of regulations where they don't want untested treatments, you know. Uh, out there. You know, the, the U.S. is the leader of healthcare and medicine in some ways. It's trusted, you know, it's slow, it's expensive, it's overpriced, but it's definitely very trusted. Let, let's say that, you know, we, we have very good medicine, you know, because we have all these regulations. We, we force clinical trials, we force um, uh, all this research to go into something first before you know, we allow it into the market, you know, unless it's like a, you know, emergency situation when they, mm-hmm. can, you know, speed things up. But something like stem cells, it's it's not like a emergency priority where they have to get it out. You know, people are dying, you know, right now. So they're like, okay, let's take our yeah. time. Let's think about this. Of course, there's going to be interests on the other side saying, you know, what, whoa, whoa, you know, this can solve some of the long-term pain management, you know, pills or something that we that we're selling. 
and they will use lobbyists to to fight against it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's you know it's disappointing because th- this is hurting people like you know you and I and your father and you know it's kind of average people who who you know may need this stuff. But luckily, we're in an international world where other countries can test it and and show it. And if it works, it eventually will come to the U.S. and eventually the the lobbyists will lose. I think you took a very very holistic kind of middle way approach on that, which which was great. And when I was listening to him talk, I was like, oh man, this is just like, ugh. It was, I was just kind of getting heated about the whole situation. Then I thought, okay, America is basically driven and run by corporations because the people generally demand it, right? Mm-hmm. 65% of Americans are invested in stocks, which means virtually the entire working class, middle class, and wealthy Americans are invested in the stock market. And when the stock market goes down, morale in America drops, confidence drops, everyone more or less gets depressed, right? So we basically demand that the stock market goes up. In order to do that, we need like we want pharmaceutical companies to be protected, even if it means we have worse healthcare in a lot of ways. So I think the way to play it is like, hey, if we're going to be if like the stock market of America is like the indicator and we like people basically demand that to go up, then we have to understand that like yes, Big, pharmace- big pharmaceuticals in order to create profits are going to do what's in the interest of the corporation and stockholders, which means we might in, in America, people might not have access to what the most emerging stuff that would potentially hurt the profits of the big corporations. And instead of feeling bad about that, we should just understand it. And like you said, understand that it's an international world and all you have to do is hop the border in Mexico and go get the treatment instead of getting it done in, in San Diego. Yeah. And we're really lucky that other countries will, they'll run with it, you know, whether it's Switzerland or mm-hmm. Israel or Thailand and they can do the, the groundwork. And, you know, if it's something that actually works, it will come back to the US, you know, so I'm not too worried about it. I'm I'm very fortunate and lucky that I I don't need it yet. So I, I never dove that deep into it. But when when mm-hmm. you posted that you needed knee surgery, I remember being one of the first to say, "Have you looked into stem cells first? Because I, I know how devastating a, a knee surgery is, and and it's it's you know it's one of those it's a, like a really a last ditch option where for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you're gonna be in pain, no matter what. You're gonna have to change it out every ten years and be in pain again. It's a terrible option. Like nobody should ever just say, okay, I'll get the knee surgery, you know, without trying everything else first. I'm so glad that you said that and you were the first to say it. And then basically a waterfall of people behind you came and said, like, do not do this. You know, a lot of people that had knee surgery, uh, including my friend and stepbrother, and are now looking at getting full knee replacements because you just lose, you lose everything. And then you go bone on bone. And it's only a matter of time before you're going to have bad arthritis and or need knee replacement surgery. But it made me feel a little sick because, you know, I always took like Bangkok and Thai medicine and doctors here to be very ethical and very honest and patient with, with you. But just sitting with that pharmaceutical, or sorry, with that orthopedic surgeon, him just like looking me in the face, and be like, "Yeah, you, you need surgery. No other option. Like, you need surgery." And then realizing, like, "Yeah, okay, I'm in a hospital. This hospital needs to make money. This guy's gonna," but like right across the street, there's like the stem cell clinic, right? Um, and virtually every person outside of the orthopedic surgeon that I ask is like, "Do not do surgery," including including people in the U.S. that were like in uh, physical therapy. And they're like, yeah, you know, I, frankly, I don't know that much about stem cells because we don't have it that it's not in America, really, to a degree. He's like, but from what I'm hearing, like 
stem cell would be the way to go, you know? And, um, and actually, I'm, I'm curious, aside from the, the high cost of it, and we'll get into that a little bit because I am curious, but what are the downsides of some stem cells? I, I haven't actually heard any, you know, catastrophic or even any downsides at all. Like, I'm sure you looked into it before you started injecting this. Yeah, I, I made a pretty quick decision because when this happened to me, I was not very mobile. I was in a pretty considerable amount of pain, but I also just couldn't do anything. Like I was just kind of limping around. My quality of life had, go, had deteriorated pretty quick. Like I couldn't exercise. I wasn't like walking to cafes and stuff. So I kind of felt like I needed a, a pretty quick solution. I didn't see any downside except except the cost. So where I got it done, it was five grand. It's cash, of course, but the surgery was going to cost me 10 or 12 grand, also cash. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, like like you said, what's the downside? And I couldn't really find anything except, and Ryan touched on it in the episode, like where they took it from some different source and they injected it like in your eyelids or something and you grew bones. <laughs> but when I went to this clinic here, it was pretty apparent that they were like super legit. It was full of, when I was there, there was a few American politicians probably using taxpayer money. <laughs> um, getting it done. I mean, they have endless great reviews. There was a lot of like local celebrities or regional celebrities in there and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm not injecting it in my face. Like I'm just putting it in my knee. What's the worst can happen? So I thought, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to chill out for a month and um, I'll do this before I, you know, decide if I'm going to even try surgery. I'm certainly glad I did. So it's been how many months now? Two months, you said? It's been two months. Yeah. And how does how, how does it feel? I mean, I so, saw you walking around the other day. So yeah, just, no, yeah. for 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 walking purposes, it's it's more or less 100%. What I haven't done yet is is really test it in terms of any type of exercise. So it's hard to say I've had problems with that knee for three years, different, you know, tightness, um, that's certain parts, certain times, a lot of inflammation. I probably always had a bit of a tear in there and it kind of like healed mm. and got worse at, at times. But something happened a, a couple months ago. I don't even know what the trigger was. It was like Muay Thai, yoga, and golf, like all in the same day or something. And then when I got home, it was super swollen. Oh. And then it was the pain started. So something happened then. I don't know if it was one thing or just a bunch of things. Yeah. So what I can say now is it feels better than it's ever felt in the last three years, but I haven't, I haven't run or jumped or, or anything like that. So I think that'll be the real test, but you know, you could also make the argument like, Hey man, if you just like, if you just sit on the couch for two months and don't use your knee, it's probably going to, whatever's in there, it's going to heal to a large degree. Right. Actually, you know, it, it, it's kind of a little bit counterintuitive, but for some things mm -hmm. like uh, injuries, if you just sit there, it, like it doesn't necessarily, I mean, yes, it, it doesn't get worse, but sometimes mm -hmm. uh, just when you're, you're in two months, you're losing a lot of the, the muscle that's yeah. around the knee and that actually can cause other problems as well. So I would, I actually, I never tore, tore knee, thank God, but I did tear a calf once and it's the same thing. I, I couldn't, I couldn't Oof. move around. It was terrible. It was, it was, it was, you know, the, the worst pain of my life. And also I was completely in, immobile. But what I did was every day, right before I went to sleep, when I knew I didn't need to do anything else, I would just do push-ups until exhaustion. And then mm -hmm. I would just like roll back into bed. And I think that helped a lot. I think that stimulated something in my body to say, you know what, we need to go stronger. 
yeah. you know, even though I wasn't putting any pressure on the, you know, on on the the calf itself, it still needed, you know, some su- supporting muscles to keep it off the ground while I was doing push-ups. So it's kind of doing like a, a plank or something. So I, I would suggest yeah. doing something like that where you, okay. you just start kind of rehabbing the the muscles uh, around around your knee. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's atrophy, I think is the word, right? Yeah. It, that's a, it's a weird one, man, cuz I I'm 2 months in, so just like this last week I started doing like light exercises like standing squats, lunges, mm-hmm. or on um the leg extension machine, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure you Johnny, like you have huge strong legs, like you put probably like put the entire weight on the leg extension machine and like have no problem with it. I was doing only one plate and I was struggling. Yeah. You gotta be, I was going to start with that. So we'll, we'll see what I've heard is with knees and hips for stem cells, they're the longest to rebuild. They mm-hmm. like say it's like, it's like a baby. It's like having a baby. It's like a nine month process after th- three months, you should have kind of like 60% of the, um, the tissue rebuilt that it, that it will do. And then over the next like six months is kind of the remaining 40%. Okay. So hopefully that means I still got, you know, another six months of, of tissue building. I'm pretty, pretty stoked about. That's good. But it sounds like even if, you know, knock on wood, hopefully it, it keeps improving, but even if this was it, this was like, you know, what you got out of it, would this have been worth the five grand? I think so. But if I, if I start to try to run, and I can't, you know, for a full month, I can't run, then got to go back to the drawing board, maybe more stem cells or yeah, I'm not sure. That'll be the test because like walking is great. Of course, I'm mobile. I can get around town and do like some of the things I like, but if I can't get back to exercising, that would really suck. Yeah. I, I mean, can't go for a jog or, or ski or, or, you know, play sports. Mm-hmm. That would suck. But my, my guess is that I'm going to be fine. It's like, even if it's built a lot of tissue in there and you haven't flexed that tissue yet, like you haven't compressed that tissue yet, it's going to be tender, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there'll be tenderness or soreness for at least a couple of weeks while I'm starting to do it again. But yeah, I'm excited to to report on all this for, for everyone in the, in the months ahead. Yeah, I'll definitely ask you on the next quarterly update. You know, I think we've been talking a lot about our lifestyles and travels, but you know, it'd be good to do mm-hmm. a health update as well because I, I think that's getting yeah. more and more important as as we all age. Qu- quarterly updates are now uh, health updates, health checkups. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, what, what what what's the point of having all this money if we can't you know take care of the most important thing, which is our health? That's right. One thing that regarding money that I'm unclear on is the cost. So Ryan, they were talking kind of five to 12,000 is sort of the the price. Now at the clinic in Bangkok, they also take from the placenta, Mm -hmm. but they call it live stem cells, which means they're never frozen. Mm -hmm. And the clinic here in Bangkok said, these are the best, the best ones in the world. There's not that many clinics in the world that do it. And, and he claims you only do it once you do like the IV of however many million stem cells. And he's like, that's, you're done for life because they will regenerate in you some like every month or two for the rest of your life, basically. Now, I've, I've heard of a lot of other clinics. It's like, you need to do it each year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the difference is, but it seems to be the freezing element where like, as soon as you freeze it, they're a lot less capable for longer durations. Don't quote me on that, but it seems to be that. I know like Kevin Shea, we're talking about it in Hong Kong. His buddy does it every year. It costs like eight grand and he, he needs to go back and like do it each year or that's what's recommended. But this one in Bangkok, they said you only do it once. You can do it twice, but it's like you're only going to get 5% of the value the second time. And he's like, I've only had one person do it three times and it's like, it doesn't do anything. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. I, I never I never looked into that. From the episode, uh, Ryan was, who said he, w- he was doing it every like, you know, six months. Um, 
to right. kind of top it up. So like an oil change. Yeah. Now his, but it is much more expensive in Bangkok. Like to do the IV, it's, I want to say it's 25 to 30 grand. Really? That's, that's, that's a yeah. lot more. I'm just kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And well, my knee was five grand, but I think like the IV they give you, it's probably five times as many stem cells type of thing. Um, and supposedly they're the best in the world. And were they multiplying them as well? Uh, I need, I don't know. I'll, I'll find, I'll look into that and ask. From my understanding, yeah. they multiply within you. They're like they regenerate within you. So if anyone listening to this has any personal experience, we'd love to hear it. Maybe we'll start a thread on, on the Bouse Lounge. Uh, if any mm -hmm. Patreons want to want to comment on this post and kind of share your experiences kind of just within the private group, you know, we, we can definitely do that. And, and yeah, I, I think... Uh, this is the best investment we, you know, you probably ever made. The best five grand you probably ever spent. So, you know, it's one of those things where hopefully none of us ever need to to invest this money. But if we do, it'd be good to have that cash on hand for sure. And I don't think this is necessarily just like, hey, I'm sick or I have an injury. Do it. A lot of people are doing this in their twenties, thirties, just as an anti-aging remedy. In fact, when I was getting my knee done, I was in there and there was some guy in there that was probably mid forties and he was going in just to do it as an anti-aging thing. And what he said was after he got the COVID vaccine going back like four years ago, he got, he developed a rash all across the left side of his body that never went away. I mean, it was like, you know, one week in, one week out, one week in, one week out. He said he tried all types of medicine to try, you know, to try to fight it. Nothing worked. So he was coming to get stem cells, not even to handle that. He was getting stem cells for anti-aging. And he says, he says week after he got the stem cell IV, he said like the skin, all the skin on like the left side of his body started to, to ash, to like flake away. Mm -hmm. And he looked at it closely. He's like, that was like, it was some you know, he, he could see like the little rash seeds or something, almost like it was some like bacteria that was dying off. And he said in the two months that uh, post stem cells, he was just in there for like a checkup. Two months post stem cells, he hadn't had the rash anymore. Wow. He was like, it's a miracle. That Yeah, that sounds amazing. So yeah, in the in the future, I don't know when I'll start, maybe like when I'm 50 or something, but I'm definitely looking to all that, mm -hmm. all the anti-aging, you know, maybe I should probably even start now, but it's, uh, it's the future. We, we really live in a very unique time where things like stem cells, HGH, you know, uh, human growth hormone therapy, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, all these things are available to us, especially outside of the US, you know, for a, you know, a certain amount of money, but it can keep us uh, young, fit, healthy, alive. And we wouldn't be the first ones doing it because I guarantee everybody with a, a net worth over a certain amount you know, is already doing it. You know, all the celebrities, a lot of, you mm -hmm. know, all the retired sports stars, you know, all the politicians, uh, you know, anyone who with, with, with the money to do it, they're doing it. That's for sure. Well, Seth, thanks for Ryan for coming on the show. That was really interesting to talk to him. And if you guys want to check out his clinic, it's Luxury Stem Shells. We will keep a link in the show notes. Again, they have a clinic down in Rosarita and in San Diego. If you guys are interested in the clinic that I had mine done over in Bangkok, I'll also leave a link for that in the show notes. Can you pronounce the name of it? Is that, is that why you're leaving the link? Oh, no. In uh, Bangkok, it's called Revival Clinic. Okay, nice. All right. And we'll we'll have a thread on uh, the Boss Lounge and we'll share something on the Patreon. So, Sam, 
congrats on the healing so far. I look forward to you getting back to 100%. But either way, I'm very, very happy that you went this route and you didn't go the the knee surgery because with the knee surgery, there would be a 0% chance of you ever running or doing these sports again. <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll have something, yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for your insight and tipping me into this direction. Of course. You saved me. me a bundle. I love you, buddy. So uh, California burritos on you next time we're in, when we go to Tijuana. Rosarito, here we come. Thanks for listening to the Best Like a Boss podcast. Join our mailing list at bestlikeaboss.com to get exclusive access to our insider investment portfolios and our private members forum. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Tell your friends and leave us a review in the iTunes store. It helps more than you know. See you guys next week.